As a teacher, seeing your students leave usually brings a mix of feelings. Surprise if the leaving comes quickly, anticipation for them at the idea of something new, and excitement at seeing them move on to bigger things. It's a kind of shaky excitement that comes with knowing that whatever lies ahead will be more challenging in more ways than one. And more often than not, there's also a tinge of sadness knowing that they're not going to be in your class anymore. In today's episode, we're looking at what it is to say see you later, not goodbye, through the eyes of a student. Welcome to That High School Life. Today's guest to the show is about to go on an adventure. He's moving and not just out of my class or out of the school or out of the city. In fact, when he makes changes, uh, he makes them in a pretty big way. But before we get to that, I'll let my guest introduce himself. Kai, thanks for coming to the show. Um, hi, I'm Kai, and I'm currently enrolled in CIS as a grade 11 student. And I'll be moving out of Vietnam into America. It is my first time moving out of the country and living alone, so it's going to be quite exciting but scary at the same time. Would you say you're leaning more towards scary or exciting? Probably exciting. Good. <laughs> um, but before, oh, sorry, before we get into that, I noticed you've got a book with you today. Um, what, are you, what are you reading? I'm reading uh, Colorless Guru Tazaki and His Years of Pilgrimage by Haruki Murakami. One of the great 20th and 21st century authors from Japan. Exactly. And? Um, right now, I, I like it. I really like it. It's, it's got that um, Murakami magical realism and where the character go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And it's really bring out that signature style of his. And I, I love it so far. Awesome. Uh, how, how far are you? Um, I'm about halfway through, more than halfway through. Is that going to last you through the flight, do you think? I think it's going to last half of the flight if I'm bored. But I, I have a luggage of uh, books to read, so, you know, it's going to pull out another one. Good. Also, Aquaman just came out here, so. Yeah, no. <laughs> so let, let's get to uh, the, the actual questions here that are about you moving. What's going through your mind as, as you get ready to continue your education abroad? I think the toughest part for me right now is to wrap my head around the fact that I'll be learning in a new program. Mm-hmm. Because I just I I got into the IB program earlier this year and it was like a massive change and everything kind of flipped around. So that was it took me a while to get used to the IB program and now moving into a different program altogether again give me that feeling when I begin to start IB where it's like I don't know whether or not I would would be able to adapt to it but I think I can do it. Uh, what uh, what curriculum is it? I'm going to study advanced placement so AP. I I heard that it's drastically different from the IB or OSSD, so I really don't know how, how to feel about it yet, but there's a sense of excitement. To accompany that question, is there anything specifically that you're doing to prepare yourself for, for this move? It is pretty big. You're moving continents. Well, right now, I, I really don't know. I'm just watching YouTube video <laughs> of like other um, students who go abroad. So it's just like how they talk, they discuss about their life. Because most of them living alone anyway. Or in dorms. Well, my dorm specifically is a single dorm. So I'm not going to live in it. I'm not be living with any other human being. So I really don't know how how to feel. Because I know how to take care of myself. But not in that kind of level. Not yet. Well, in one month I will. Better get used to it. (laughs) 
Well, that, that's good. Um, so in the videos that you're watching on YouTube, is there any general trend you've noticed? Aside from the fact that like it's a bunch of people living by themselves. Um, the thing that they usually talk about is how they start to have that habit of cleaning their own room. Or like they, they put out a specific slot of time to uh, clean up their room and um, get everything organized. So I think that's that's a common trend and something that I would have to pick up if I want to live alone now or in the future. That's just a good thing to have. Based on, you know, seeing you in my class, you're not a messy dude. You know, it's something to, to help you develop, I guess, as a, as a person, right? Being a student is not just about doing awesome in school, but keeping your room clean. Or everything. Moving uh, overseas is never easy. Um, take it from your teachers here at CIS, each one who has come from Canada or somewhere else. Yeah, it, it's always important to be able to make that preparation. Uh, so we're looking forward. We're talking about what you're doing to prepare. But let's take a look back. Um, how long have you been at CIS? Um, so I start in grade 7. So it's my fourth year here. Well, halfway through the fourth year. So it was like three and a half. Wow, that's saying that realize, make me realize that I've been here for a long, long time. What, what is your best memory about CIS? Best memory? One time in grade 8... A guy in my grade, his name is Danny, that he dared me to touch the um, the exit board, and uh, I accept his challenge. I jump up and then I I hit it a bit harder than I supposed to, and then the next thing I I knew, it was on the ground broken, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I I ran into um uh, a a toilet and sat and sat there for like half an hour half crying, half terrified, and then I came back to the class and admit that I did that. Did you get into a lot of trouble? No, not after that, because um, the vice principal really make it easy for me. Just like, I don't want to make it to a big deal, so he just give me the bill and like <laughs> tell me to pay that. And knowing, I'm, like, knowing that, I just gave it to my parents, who just laughed at their, their son. She's like, huh, one idiot. At least they knew you were growing. Yeah. At least they know I can jump high now. Exactly. <laughs> and that takes me to my next question. Uh, you're So along with being, you know, academically in a good position, you're pretty involved with extracurricular, extracurricular activities here at CIS. What are they? <laughs> I know what they are, but I'm asking. <laughs> um, so I, I've been in the U19 basketball team for the third year now. You guys are having a pretty good season. Yeah. It's really good so far, especially with the younger students. So, like, from uh, sophomore, like, uh, freshman year, they're really developing themselves. It's a bit of a building year for you guys right now, right? Yeah, it's like a, a rebuilding because every player we have are young and have a lot of potential. Oh, also, before we move forward, a shout-out to Mr. Tyler for letting Kai miss the first half hour of practice to record this interview. Um, he was waiting for me to do that shout, so yeah. thank you, Mr. Tyler. And another thing that I <laughs> I did was, no, I'm still doing it for the next week or so, is um, being in the gin council. The best council in the school. Exactly, with Mr. Joe as the supervisor. <laughs> so being in gin council is very eye-opening, literally, because I'm wearing glasses now. I didn't have that. <laughs> no, but um, it's it's a very interesting um community because Jin, if you don't already know is global issue network and there's a lot of 
global issue that can be taken down to the community level. And we try to come up with ideas, trying to bring awareness, show people that this is the problem. And it's very interesting that you have many different ways to do that. And I happen to uh, organize the um, the Jin conference, and it was a great it, it was great fun. And but it's also a very good way for me to develop my communication skill because I didn't know there's so many different ways to communicate an idea. And through Jin, not only that, I know how to be a better person. I know how to communicate better with people. Especially because we threw you off on stage and made you MC the whole conference. Exactly. <laughs> it was character building, all right? It was. <laughs> so we've looked back at your time in CIS, but let's, let's take a look forward. What are three things in the U.S. that you're looking forward to? Food, food, and food. Probably. That's <laughs> one of the things that I look forward to is not necessarily a thing that's only in the U.S., but living alone. That's a thing I l I'm looking forward to. I don't know. It's just being independent seems like such a great idea, but at the same time, it's a pretty challenging. It is until you have to do your laundry. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but that's one. And the next thing is probably food. I've never been to Boston, and I don't know how seafood is in America, but probably the first time I'm going to try it. And the third thing would be the cold. Well, not in a positive way, but I'm looking forward to no, 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 that. So it's 31 degrees outside today. I mean, the cold is something you could look forward to. You don't have to sweat every time you walk outside. It's true, but I will freeze every time I walk outside. That's also true. For that, because I've never been to a place with snow, you know. Right. Never lived with the snow, so it might be a fun experience. Yeah. At least for a while until I get used to it anyway. Yeah, you can throw your first snowball, build your first snowman. I really don't know how to build a snowman or make a snowball. Feels so uncultured. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> All right, kind of, kind of walked into that one. Anyway, um, uh, so at the at the time of this episode, uh, we're actually heading into winter break tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, three o'clock. Um, do you do you have any big plans? Um, read, read, and read. I think I've I've bought too many books that I have to read and I haven't get to it because of all the um, culminating assignment. Right. Not really culminating, but something that the teacher give out so they can mark us. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm more free yeah. and the fact that I'm moving mean that I have more time to care about myself and, and now I have more time to read, which I'm looking forward to. Cool. How many books would you say you have on your list? Five. Okay, good. Uh, that was manageable. I thought you were going to be like, there's 10,000. No, I'm not going to do that. Well, right now five, but in total, I'm gonna, I will have to bring um, a luggage of 50 books over with me. To, yeah. That's like a book a week, yeah. almost. Which is good. Last question. Um, and this is looking very far forward. We're talking a year, year and a half. What, what are you planning on in the future as far as your post-secondary plans go? Uh, we're talking like university, college, or workplace. I already picked my major for university. I want to do media and communication as well as um, creative writing. And so I have already chosen the university I want to apply to. Um, one of them is um, Northwestern University in um, Evanston, Illinois. The other is NYU. 
And that's my two um, probably dream school that I want to be studying in. And, well, there's one thing that I really, really want to do after high school. I really want to take a gap year and um, make a movie together with him. Cool. Yeah, like a feature-length movie because he's a director, right? And That's awesome. Really, I, I really want to, after finishing high school, I want to go back to Vietnam and then make a feature-length movie with him. When if I have the chance to take gap year, because I'm very interested in filmmaking, and my dad is a re- director, what other opportunity? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great opportunity. You should yeah, absolutely I, take advantage of it. Yeah, and that 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 really gonna help me with my interest, cause like then I will know whether or not I really want to do mm-hmm. what I'm set out to do, and yeah. gain a lot of experience for university as well. So that's my one of the major thing that I really want to do. And I'm still convincing my dad that I can do that. Wow. That I'm I'm kind of blown away and speechless. That's no one's ever said I want to come back and direct a movie before, but that's impressive. Uh any idea what it's gonna be about yet? I have no idea, but I just really wanted to make a movie. Maybe an adaptation of a Murakami book, maybe. As long as the idea is there. Yeah. But it's gonna be psychological probably. That's that's something that I really want to look into, human behavior and how we interact. Okay, last question. Who is your favorite teacher at CIS? Ms. And that's all the time we have here. For anyone who's listening, it's because Miss Jean's currently in the room. And so am I. How dare you? I'm sorry, this is a joke. Who, who else's class was your favorite? Who else was your favorite teacher? B- business class? No. Taught by? Mr. Joe. Here we go. <laughs> But anyway, uh, seriously, though, thank you for coming in, and uh, good luck. Thank you. Um, And don't forget, you know, stay in touch. Uh, For those of you that are listening, thank you for tuning in for this episode. Uh, Next episode, we are going to be back with a look at technology in the classroom. So thanks again for tuning in. This has been Season 2, Episode 3 of That High School Life. If you're new to the show, you can subscribe or listen anytime on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher. Have a good one, and we'll see you in the new year.